View from the West podcast, Instant Reacts, week eight. Last week, we started with Celia, and she almost cussed right off the bat. So this week, we'll start with Cuffler. Cuff, don't say anything bad. He doesn't cuss. I won't say anything bad. Don't worry. Okay. We're off to a great start. I agree. We're off to a great start. Uh, do you want- Because I'm silent. <laughs> but deadly. All right. Let's, let's, get, let's move on. Cuff, first word, Instant Reacts. Here we go. Moline beat Sterling. That's a, that's a huge win for them on the road, and uh, their defense, yeah, they gave up a touchdown, but they played really well once again. Gave up one touchdown. Final score stack, what was it? 38-7, uh, to seven, Moline won. Big. Yep. 38-7. So impressive win. They now have a share of the Western Big Six. We also had other conference champions. Not quite decided, but shares. I was in uh, Monmouth Roseville against Erie Provincetown. Erie Provincetown looked good. The Panthers get the win, 25-16. 26-15. 26-15. I had it reversed. There we go. Yeah, there. Oh, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was 25-16, yeah. I, I oh, held oh, oh, it. was wrong. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Stocking, I would like a formal apology, please. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, this, is, this is hey, bogus. All right. On behalf of Brian, I apologize because he's not big enough to do so. Yeah. I'm sorry. That counts for a little bit. Can you do any post editing and like everything he says just cut out? I'm just not going to let him talk anymore. So then we're good. Oh, then the show's <laughs> only going to be five minutes long. <laughs> Which is <laughs> an instant react. It's not supposed to be that long. So Stockpile's accusing him. The group of him carrying the show. How do you feel about that? I, yeah, I mean, we all know uh, he's biased against. He's biased against a lot of things, <laughs> including himself. Including himself. <laughs> yes, including himself and his thoughts of this podcast. Let's keep moving along. I had the correct score. Erie Provincetown gets the win. They now have a share of the Three River, Rivers West. That is the first time that the Erie Provincetown Co-op will win a conference championship if they can hold on to it they have a share of it now so they're looking good good game out there both teams played well i thought monmouth roseville did a pretty good job of containing colby franks such a dynamic athlete out of the quarterback position but he made just enough plays they capitalized on turnovers they look good erie provincetown is a really good team they had a lot of talent coming back and they and they've continued to prove it the other conference championship Potential game is tomorrow, A-Town and Knoxville. So we're kind of jumping around a little bit. Cuff, what do you got? I was just going to say, we talked about that Monroe's EP game, and I, I had said, if they can control Colby Franks, Monmouth Rose will have a chance to win the game. But if they don't do that, EP was going to win. And you said for a little while they did, but Colby eventually took over the game. Yeah, they did. They, they did a pretty good job of containing him, but they were – just enough plays that he was able to make and capitalizing on turnovers. And yeah, they, they on the opposite side, Erie Provincetown did a really good job of limiting what Monmouth Roseville could do. Monmouth Roseville did a good job of passing, hitting some open receivers, but running the ball was tough. So I, I give credit to Monmouth Ro- or to uh, Erie Provincetown on that one. So Jack Heflin came to Erie Provincetown, what was it, week two? Yes. Yes. I mean, right after, they lost, right after but D-Mac. after that, maybe Jack gave them some sage wisdom and they <laughs> turned things around. Jack Heflin's a good friend. Who did they? Who did they lose two week two? It was it was a close game. They lost by like a point. They their first two weeks, I think they lost to Saint Bede and Mendota. Yes, yeah. So those are quality losses. Yeah, two tough and close games. Yeah, two tough games right off the bat. And they've looked really good ever since. So they, they're in a really good position. They're going to have a good seed come playoff time. If you looked at 
Erie Prophetstown when they were sophomores, this, when a lot of these seniors were sophomores. This team won the Three Rivers Conference division when they were sophomores. So there was some belief that this, this could be the year. Last year was lost due to COVID, so this was their one chance to do it, and they have uh, taken that chance and done a great job. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> I was going to say one shining moment, but yeah. we're close. Either way. Whatever. All right, Stock, let's go through. Well, we're jumping around. It's instant reacts. We have no script here. Yeah, well, I want, what's intriguing to me is that five, six-win teams right now and getting in, not getting in. Five gets you eligible. Six gets you in. I think Rock Island got in tonight. With their strength of schedule, they pick up their fifth win. Um, really good game shaping up for next week because you look at like a Rock Ridge Orient game. Both of those teams have the resume and the quality, and they're both at four wins. Whoever wins that game, I think, is in the postseason, and so that becomes a huge game. You look at the Lincoln Trail. You have Anawan Weathersfield and Mercer County. Both Anawan Weathersfield got their fifth win tonight, so they should be in. Mercer County's got a chance, and they've been playing really good to get their fifth win next week. They play each other next week. So, yeah, we'll talk a lot about conference champions and the undefeated teams and all that kind of stuff, but it's getting really intriguing when it comes down the road, when it comes to some of these teams at five, six wins, and if they'll make it, if they won't. I think Mercer County won their fifth tonight. Yes. I think they're now, they're now five and three. They've won, they've won five in a row, correct? Oh, wow. Five in a row. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they they. So next week it's five and three versus five and three. Anna on Weathersfield and Mercer County, and, and then you take the guesswork out of it. You're in for sure, and all that kind of stuff with yep. six victories. So I mean, obviously we're going to talk about Moline and Sterling and what happened in that game, and and the defense and and how it's they do play defense in the Western Big Six this year, which is different from the spring. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, but like it's those lesser. I don't say lesser, but those those teams that are trying to get in the postseason that's really got me intrigued right now because some of those teams we've talked about on the podcast, you want to see a Rock Ridge or an Orion week one? No, I mean, no, not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to win week one, but those aren't your easy, hey, let's get through week one. That's a, that's a tough team coming to town, whoever is the number one seed or whoever is the higher seed in that game. So, Depending on when someone's, someone is listening to this, Rock Ridge plays Kiwani Saturday. So Rockridge has a chance to get to that fifth win. It's, it's tough. I mean, that, that's a tough game against Kiwani. Um, they could still get there, but I think it's kind of penciled in to be a 4-4 four and four versus 4-4. Four and A four. lot on the line in Week 9 for Orion and Rockridge, potentially. There's still a game to be played. If you look at what Steve Susi has put out, he has been adamant since the beginning of the season that there will be teams that are 4-5 and five that will get in the playoffs. You, if you, you might think that Rockridge or an Orient, if they, if they would go four and five, they might have enough playoff points to get in if there are four and five teams that get in. Because uh, you look at the conference. We, we, were, we were even talking off air. If Kiwani, I mean, uh, if, Mon, if Monroe's loses next week, they play Princeton. Their three losses will have been to conference uh, division winner, Erie Prophetstown, division winner, possible unbeaten Kiwani. And a team that would probably win a lot of divisions elsewhere in the state, Princeton. Those are three very tough teams, three very difficult losses. But it speaks to the strength of the Three Rivers Conference. Yep, absolutely. Especially at the top. Absolutely. You look like you got something to say, Cuff. I was just looking at schedules in the Western Big Six. I, yeah, Rock Island. Rock Island's in. Possibly only one other team could get in, and that would be well, the, that would be Quincy at this point. The one tonight that are, are was UT, tough. UT, U, UT needs to win next week. They play Sterling. Not an easy task, but they did beat Sterling at the end of the season in the spring. 
Here, let's let's hit a reset here. Let's go through the scores of the Big Six, and then we'll kind of talk about what we got here. Quincy beats Allman forty-eight to nothing. Galesburg beats United Township seventeen to eight. Moline beats Sterling thirty-eight to seven, and Rock Island beats Geneseo forty-eight to seven. So Galesburg playing the role of a little bit of a spoiler this week because UT needs a win to get to five. Next week they play Sterling. Now Sterling's coming off a loss, and they are a little banged up, but being in week nine, going up against Sterling, that's, that's tough. I mean, that's... And the question is, and I don't know if, if, if Stack will know this, but I don't know if United Township's five would be enough. That's a question, I mean, yeah. They, they only – well, as of right now, they have 26 playoff points. So that's, that's, on, the, that's, that's on the low end. That's bad. That's really bad. That's on the low end. Yeah, so they, they need to win next week and then hope all their other opponents that they play win. But, yeah. the, the, but it goes back to if there are four and five teams they get in, then UT's in for sure with a five and four record, which also bodes possibly well for Galesburg, even though, they're, even though if they win next week – They'll be four and five, but they might have a lot. Of, they might have they accrued might have a lot of playoff points playoff that could help them as well. If four and five teams get in, we do not know that. Galesburg has thirty-five playoff points. Okay, so, yeah, so. Celia, what do you got? You've been so quiet. Give me, give me something. React to anything. I'm just enjoying listening to all you guys go back and forth in this. Part of it is, you know, I have only been here for two and a half years, and so you guys have a lot of context in terms of historic, you know, people getting into the playoffs programs not. And so half of it, the fun for me, is listening to you guys go back and forth about this because you have all that background. And Matt's, like, laughing over there because I'm saying a nice thing about him probably for the first time ever. Two and a half years in and she was just nice to me. (laughs) But you you were here in 19 for yes. Illinois playoffs, but yes. then obviously last year we didn't get anything yes. from Illinois. But that first year, you know, I was very new. I don't know the context and history of all these programs. Yeah. So obviously I know a lot now, and I've gotten to know these kids and these coaches now, but in terms of being able to actually, you know, understand what it means for these programs to move on to the playoffs, I just don't have that background because I, you know, my first season, you're just trying to figure out how life works yes. well, well, and, and what what the three rivers are and where the Lincoln Trails, <laughs> plural, are. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, you are you are learning on the job quickly, and you are by now. and you are doing a great job navigating with Dazzo all the time. So God, you have to so work like it, and and you have to work with Stock too. I know, I so just have these two coming at me day after day, and I'm just like. <laughs> Let's not group Dazzle and Stock together. <laughs> like, I've never called you nasty, unlike him last week on the podcast. Wow, I think that it would be a compliment to be paired with me, but... Yeah. But it's not. Uh, really. <laughs> All right, Stock. Let's go through... Give me some scores in the Three Rivers. All right. In the Three Rivers, Airy Prophetstown beat Monroe's 25-16. What was that again? 25-16. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. 25-16. That's what I said, right? Well, earlier you had a wrong score no, earlier today. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, here we go. Here we go. I mean, I wasn't busy walking the sideline with camera trying to, you know, get names into a script. No, don't worry about it, Stock. Uh, Orion beats Gerard 56-7. to It was 49-0 at halftime. Uh, Princeton beat Bureau Valley 49-20. to St. Bede beat Hall 15-12. to They were down 12-0 in the second half of that game. And Morrison defeated Riverdale 34-14. So uh, Mitch had, uh, was tweeting at me tonight, and he, he was tweeting possible upset alert because Hall was winning again. This Spring Valley Hall team has been leading 
They were leading against Mendota. They were winning against Kiwani. And they were winning against St. B. They weren't able to get the job done, but... They almost beat Kiwani. They were ahead deep into the fourth quarter of that one before Kiwani rallied. So that is St. Bede's sixth win, correct? Um, I believe I so. believe it is. Yeah, they're in. They're, they're, they're yes. Six and two. Yep. And uh, Mitch also, uh, in his viewpoints, uh, Instant Reacts also pointed out Fulton gets the win tonight, so they now have six. So, Stock, let's go through while we're at it, the NUIC scores. Real, real quick. Yes. Uh, in the Three Rivers, something that's intriguing. Yes. Okay, so Newman plays a Saturday game. Okay, so we're doing this on a Friday night or yep. early Saturday morning. They they need to win one of their last two games to become playoff eligible, to get to five, because they have to be either Mendota this week or Kiwani next week. Two tough games for them. Not saying they can't win one of those two or both of them. But it's hard but when it's you get this late in the year. Yeah. yeah, so they have two chances to try to become playoff eligible. Very interesting. Stock, you got some LTC and NUIC yeah. scores? The, the one thing, though, that um, – you're looking that you have to look at with the LTC is well. I want to get back to Newman. I just thought of this. Newman has not yet won a road game this year. They're zero three on the road. That is and interesting. To, Little nugget. And Dota tomorrow. According to my records, which go back to 1954, I cannot find a time where Newman started off a season zero and four on the road. Are they all written down? Are all your records from the last 60 years, 70 years written down? Yes, they're on a computer. I have them on the computer. You know, they're, that's, that's, well, that's, that's, not, not, that's not written down. You have notebooks too, right? Yes, but I have them I, written down, typed, yes. I have both? Yes. In oh, some ca- wait, not, not, written, not everything typed is written down. Celia, how far back do your uh, historical stats go? <laughs> um, lunchtime? <laughs> Which was it? Portillo's and it was delicious. Oh, it was delicious, yeah. You got to go for the wild card at Portillo's and get the chicken. I'm not sure... I'm not sure I'm sold on that. I've never been to Portillo's. There oh, we go. Oh my gosh, really? I haven't Why been. Not? Uh, Stock, you just stick you to the numbers. You like burgers? <laughs> yeah. Okay, do the numbers. Go. For okay. Um, LTC. Uh, Mercer County beat Star County 54 to nothing. It was 32 nothing in the first quarter for Merco. Um, Anawan Weathersfield, and it was 54 nothing at half. So Merco sort of uh, took the pedal off the foot off the pedal. A&W beats Rova Williamsfield 34-6 tonight. They honored the 2001 Weathersfield state champion football team, 20th anniversary, for the uh, Flying Geese. And Princeville defeated Ridgewood 33-16. And out of conference, United, they pull off a big win, their fourth straight. They beat Rushville Industry 22-18. That's when they were I right? believe, yeah, that's win number five for them. I believe Rushville Industry was like six and one. Yeah, there was, going, yeah, United wins that game, and they are almost all but assured a playoff in now. Hey. That's a huge win for David Milroy and United's program. We've talked a lot about how they struggled in recent years, and to, to be at five wins now, a huge accomplishment for them. And I think that that game says a little bit about the Lincoln Trail and the Prairie Land, they do their crossovers. That's a really good win for the Lincoln Trail Conference to show how good they are. I'm curious to see if you look at the crossover games, how the Lincoln Trail did compared to the Prairie Land. Because everybody's always talked about Farmington and, and the teams, Elmwood Brimfield and the teams down there that are really good that always end up beating a lot of teams from the Lincoln Trail. But to get those crossover wins for the Lincoln Trail this year, I think they may have a better record. Uh, quick side note, going back to the 2001 Weathersfield Flying Geese that won a state championship. Uh, back when we were working at the other station, yes. uh, Dan Pearson showed us 
maybe my the greatest thing I've ever seen. His his clip of video as Weathersfield wins the state championship. Pearson is right on the sideline, all over it. Clock goes to zero. Weathersfield's head coach, I can't think of what his name is right now. Ken Buck. Ken, what is it? Ken Buck, I believe. Ken Buck puts his hands on his head, looks at Pearson right in the camera and goes, holy mackerel, what have we just done <laughs> when they won a state championship? It's just the greatest thing. Anyway, I love it. I love that moment. So that's every time I hear the, I don't often hear about the 2001 flying geese. So when I do, I got to say that story. See, you didn't know that. Congratulations. I was not alive then. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. Yes, geez. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I was six years old. <laughs> you should have been there. Yeah. What's your excuse? It's, it's nice to see they did honor them. Because, yeah. I mean, if you go back and look, there's something. I think it was they had class rings or something that was bought. It was a weird thing. It was a it, weird note, was, yeah. They put an asterisk by it, but they won the state title that year. I mean, plain and simple. They, they won. They earned it. Those kids, you can never take it away from them. Absolutely. All right, what else What else do we got here? The uh, Northwest Upstate Illini, East Dubuque beats Dakota 22-12. to Lee Wynn beats Stockton 48-6. to Fulton beats EPC 63-14. to And the big game, a big score, Dupac scores 32 in the first quarter, and they beat Galena 48-15. to And that is a very good Galena team. So Dupac doing a big, doing a big number. Yeah, Dupec's been playing really well. The huge win last week over Lena Winslow. They now, I believe, with the win, have a share of the NUIC. So they're in the driver's seat to win the conference. And I'm interested to see what um, you know, what kind of draw they get in the postseason. Who? No, Dupec would be looking at 2A or 3A. Oh, 2A or 3A. Because their, their co-op bumps them up. I know they've been in 3A in years past in the last time they made the playoffs. So that, that's where it gets interesting, is that they play a lot of 1A, 2A schools, then bump, bump into 3A for the playoffs. I don't know whether they'd rather have a 2A or a 3A draw, um, and then it kind of depends on where they go from there. But they have looked really well. And actually, they were a Uniview tonight because they wore uh, pink as breast cancer awareness. So really cool, like black uniforms with pink numbers, I believe. So cool look. Dupac's got a great quarterback in Hunter Hoffman. And that really helps them with the with their uh, offense. Great quarterbacks help. help. Yeah, I've, I've always said in football, if you have a really great quarterback, that you're going to be really good at football. Stock, I will say, Hunter Hoffman was dynamic, been, been dynamic last year and this year. But this year, they're a little more balanced. They're running the ball more. That makes them uh, dangerous. Very dangerous. They are very, very so dangerous as of right now in the NUIC, you've got four teams in for sure. And Galena plays East Dubuque next week. If they get that win, that would put them to five wins. So you, they could get five teams in uh, to the playoffs, which is pretty good for a one for a one A conference. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, I don't know. Final score. Uh, my Marquette Crusaders also got the win tonight. They they're playing as an independent this year, aren't they? They are. Are they, they going to make the playoffs with? Yeah. So they're now seven and one. Okay. So um, they're in. Um, and they're one A. And they're one A. They're they are actually now the second smallest eleven man team out there. So wow, they're the they are they are definitely yeah they are definitely have uh, their work cut out for them. Do you remember before the co op of Anawan and Weathersfield that Anawan was the smallest eleven? They only had a hundred people. Really, I did they, not know. They that. had a hundred people in school in class one A, and they were the they were the smallest one A school. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, that's impressive. Can I jump in for a second? Yes, Mitch, sure. Mitch, who I think does a great job and kind of carries Greg during the week. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, okay, quick shout out. Mitch 
kills it on our on our view he's, from the west Twitter feed. He's got his instant reacts that you've ignored, and so I'm going to go. Well, I didn't that. have a chance to pull him up right away, but we've named some of them. Go ahead. Yeah, so he, obviously Moline with the statement victory over Sterling, at least a share of the Western Big Six championship. Moline's where next week? Geneseo. They play Geneseo at home. They're at home. Yeah, senior that's night. At home. yeah Jay and Geneseo. So they and then Erie Provincetown earning the track west crown for the first time in school history. Panthers winner of six straight. Automatic berth in the playoffs, obviously. Dupec also laid their hands on at least a share of their own conference championship, beating Galena tonight. Now a chance at 9-0 in regular season next week. Um, they, know, that's, a, that's a typo. They actually did lose one game, but we'll, we won't hold it against no, Mitch. You just, now you called him out. <laughs> uh, no one would have known. I already <laughs> called him out in a text earlier. All right. And then um, <laughs> um, how about the United Red Storm on the road at 6-1 Rushville? Huge. And the Red Storm leave with a 22-18 victory, fifth of the season. They get that automatic qualifier. Now they go to A-Town next week. That'll be an interesting game um, to see if how, how good they stack up against one of the best. Um, and then stay in the LTC for my final reacts. Mercer County and A&W in with five wins. They qualify the playoffs. It's the Titans and the Golden Eagles battling next week for that automatic berth. And then he said, okay, one more. <laughs> Congrats to Fulton and St. Bede for reaching with automatic playoff berths as well in 1A. But that's really two more. Because he said two teams. Yeah. So he has five, he said five five points, and I think with it all said, then he probably had twelve. Can you do him a favor though and say <laughs> as, as Mitch as, as Mitch would say? <laughs> That's yeah. As Mitch as Mitch said on the podcast last week. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, I'll do, I'll do this because he has been on EP for a long time. Yep. So as Mitch has been saying for weeks. EP with a big victory tonight. You're welcome, man. So is it like those extra points whenever Stocking has one point left and he always makes like three or four left? Is that and, what Mitch was and doing? get that man some Arthurs, for Christ's sake. Is I know. Yeah. He watches the Sterling highlights from out of state and he hears him. Arthur's I ads. him in a room. What, like by himself with only the light of the computer screen with tears coming down his eyes and like licking his lips as like the Arthur's commercial plays. So have you ever had, have you ever had Arthur's oh Celia? My God, yes, many times. It's so good. Yeah, delicious. I've been to the OG and then I've been to the one that's, here in Milan. That's one yeah. of the, that's one of our places. That's that's one of the places we used to have to work when we weren't allowed in the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm opening the floor up. To stocking, oh, no. just give me, give me your stats. Give me your numbers. Oh, here we go, folks. He's going through the note cards. He's got, let's see, two, a binder, a notebook. How many stacks of note cards are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe eight. Yep, there we go. There's the note cards. Man, what's on all those note cards? Uh, writing. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. We've never stats. done a feature story on stacking. Yeah, I know. Like, if I wanted to say to you, hey, Stack, in 1967, what was Alleman's conference record and, and results? Would you be able to go like to your house and like pull it all up? Yeah. Could you do it right now? Because it's back to 1964. Oh, here we go. Remember? All right, Stack, before we do that, let's, yeah, let's, give me, now, let's give me your numbers and stats from tonight. But we will get to that stat in a minute. Okay. Like, Remember like a dog that you throw a tennis ball? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go get it? He's like. Okay, Riverdale and Morrison. Uh, for Morrison, they're 25-7 and seven all time against Riverdale. This was their 63rd meeting. It's the most, team, most times Riverdale has ever played an opponent. In fact, one year, they didn't even get to play because it got snowed out and they didn't uh, make it up. That was in 1959. How do you, where, how do you know that? Because it, it, it's common knowledge. Oh my! No, it's not. <laughs> We're all idiots and stockpiles of genius. All right, keep going. Uh, also, we talked about uh, Moline. 
Moline tonight beat Sterling. Now, here's some of Sterling's great records that Moline uh, was able to turn on its head. Sterling coming Jeez. into tonight. No, I'm being honest. Sterling was uh, is one of the dominant teams in Western Big Six history, Correct. but they were beaten tonight by Moline, and here's some of the records. Uh, Sterling was coming into tonight in 19 Western Big Six games since joining the conference. Sterling was 18-1. They were 11-2 at home since joining the Western Big Six. In their last 40 games coming into tonight, Sterling was 37-3 and at home. And uh, Moline was able to turn on their head. Moline, this is their longest conference win streak since 2017-18. Yes, Dazzo? No, I'm good. Go oh, on. Because you were, you, were, you, were, you were sort of, you know. He was kind of, in, he's ready to, like, fight. No. He's surly right now. He's a little surly. Surly, very surly. Um, also, Galesburg, they're 13-2 uh, and two in their last 15 meetings against UT, and they've won the last eight at home. Uh, going to games tomorrow, or Hopefully, if you're listening to this now or uh, later on t- uh, today before they, get, before they kick off, Rockridge is at Kiwani. Rockridge has scored 41 points in, their, in five of the six all-time meetings against Kiwani. However, Kiwani's last, the last time they played, Kiwani won that game in 2016, 51-48. And that got Kiwani into the playoffs. And the quarterback for that Kiwani team was Nick Sheets. And when you look at A-Town and, Kiwan- and Knoxville, that I think is going to be a whale of a game tomorrow night. Um, a whale of a game. Who do you think wins that game? I'm going to say... And win it by more or less than this game? I'm going to say... It's going to be a two-point. I'm going to say A-Town 36-30. to 30. Ooh, all right, all right. I picked A-Town, too, so now I lost. Um, <laughs> The uh, Blue Bullets have won the last five meetings, and in the last uh, in the last two road meetings for A Town, they've only scored seven points at Knoxville. So Knoxville has a bit of an advantage uh, when those games are played in Knoxville. And tomorrow's night's game is in Knoxville at Dennis Larson Field, I believe. I believe that is correct. Yes. Uh, I also saw a stat stocking. Yes. Did you know? I got this emailed to me. Did you know? Dennis Larson was the head coach who led both Knoxville and Abingdon to their first ever playoff wins. And now his grandson, I believe Garrett, don't quote, I think his name's Garrett, is now on Knoxville's team. Did you know that? I knew the <laughs> fact that Larson coached at Knoxville and A-Town, Abington and then A-Town, but I didn't know about the grandson. And he led them to well, each they, program they to their wins, yes. yeah, and he led each program to their first playoff win. Yeah, that, I mean he is an excellent coach, and I believe he's a Hall of Famer. I would think so, absolutely. I love the way you said. Did you know that? Stuff? Well, because I got it emailed to me, and I was like, man, I can't wait to tell Stocking this because he doesn't know it. Like, so I need to get. I'm you know, gonna one up you, him. You one upped him, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also one upped him on a score that I knew earlier that he didn't know. Yeah, what was that score again, Greg? Yeah. yeah. 2516. Yeah, exactly. Stockpile, do you ever go to trivia nights and just whoop up on people? Do, no. do we need to talk about the ultimate trivia night that Stocking didn't win? Oh, yeah, I forgot about this story. Yes, Cuff, please fill us in. What is this? So, I don't even know. I don't oh, even know Stock, where you are. You are I, I, I know what happened, but where was the, where was the trivia at, Stock? It was at college. <laughs> it was in college. Yes. And I believe the question was who gave up the home run to. 
Come on. Is it Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron. Yeah. And what was your answer, your Stock? Answer was Al Downing, and they thought I said Dowling, as in Dowling High School, and they would not give me the point. I'm pretty sure guess, you said Dowling. I'm pretty sure you said Dowling as well. You why you got it wrong? I said Downing, and they and they don't and, and the idiot judges couldn't hear me. So. <laughs> not, that, not that he's like yeah, you know. I'm, I'm glad you've it. moved on. <laughs> he's probably got the dead judges' pictures on his wall and like just those darts at him every night. No, I don't. I have. I'm not that depraved. But you know, it, it cost me. A, it cost me a college championship T-shirt. Oh those my are, gosh! Oh those man! State, I'll bring a those, T-shirt for you tomorrow. No, those, I, those at Iowa State. No. Yes, I do actually. The one I want, I sell them. But those are like gold. Those were like gold at when I was in college in Ames. So, so Iowa State wasn't a JUCO back then. They were a real college. We've always been a real college. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, who's going to who's going to A Town Knoxville tomorrow? Me, Yeah, you excited? Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be an awesome first. <laughs> it's gonna be an awesome game. I can't wait. You say because you're gonna have to get out of there. And yeah, get, get back and do the highlights and stuff. But yeah, yeah I'm really excited. I, haven't, I don't think I've been to a Knoxville game at night. No, I think I have, but I think <laughs> take it easy down there. <laughs> I have been. I have been, but it's been a long it's been a minute. Usually you send me or you send, you know. But just I'm I'm I gotta be back closer to the station. I, I get it. Yeah. But back in my younger years, I was all over the place. It is it is fun. I was out there what, two weeks ago and the place is buzzing, man. They're into it. They're yeah, they're know great. if there's any good tailgating spots. I'll stop by and have a burger. Well, with, when it's A-Town in Knoxville, two arch rivals, it's going to be more than buzzing tomorrow night. I mean, that place is going to be jumping. Buzz, buzz. Should yeah. be, I would think, one of the better, I mean, one of the best matchups they've had in years. I mean, with both teams being this this good going into it. So. Could, be, could be one of the games of the year. I mean, honestly, both teams are that good. I mean, they're both undefeated. They both play a very good style of offense, although Knoxville runs a lot more than they throw. But A-Town's a little bit more balanced. But both are excellent offenses. Both have great defenses. It is going to be a tremendous game tomorrow night. All right. Celia's falling asleep. But before we go, Stock, hurry up. Find Alleman's record in what year? Got it. Give me the year. Don't let me see it. No, right. I just I gotta pick one. Do you remember the year that I said it? I just off the top <laughs> of my head. 67. Yeah, 67. All right, here we go. 1967. Here we go. I want a video of this. Man, this, this is the test. Oh, okay, you're putting in a thumb drive now. So tell me, what are you doing here? I'm putting in my thumb drive, in, in the zip drive or pin drive or whatever it's called, to uh, find, I, I to find my stats. Huh? Here's, so you don't have it? Here's the thing. He had to go to a, a zip drive, pen drive. I just found it on the internet. It's, it's real easy to find. <laughs> well, this is a good to, to cross-check, you know, to make sure he's accurate. So Stock, I really was hoping you'd have to get yeah, out a notebook. Years, but. Do you do them in years or do you do them in, like, my team? I do. So we're looking years. through now folders in file Mac. folders here. No, why, why are you all them in? Why are they in the Mac? Mississippi Valley. Okay. So now are these? He's pulling up a word doc. It says Mississippi Valley, 1965, 66, okay, 67. 1967. They uh, almond started with a. Uh, let's see. That's not the right. Let's see. Okay. Now. Okay. I went to. The, I put in a different one because that was oh, okay. too big. Okay. Almond started on September 16th with a 20 to six loss to to Assumption at home. Then they lost at Bettendorf, 14 to 12. Then. They had, a, let's see. Then they had a they had a week off. 
Then they played St. Bede on a Saturday, beat them 21 to 6. Then they beat <laughs> Cedar Rapids Regis. They lost to Cedar Rapids Regis 27 13 up at Cedar Rapids on a Saturday. Then they, let's see here now. Then they uh, beat Cedar Rapids LaSalle 27 20 on October the 20th. Then, let's see. They. I think that's all I've got. So what do we have for our 1967 oh, wait, Allman Pioneers? Hold on. Then October 28th, they uh, lost to Moline, 19 to nothing. Ooh, Cuff. Cuff got the better end of the rivalry there against Dazzo Grandpa, in 1967. Great, great, Grandpa Cuffler probably just dominated. <laughs> November 3rd at the Soul Bowl, they played UT to a scoreless tie. And then they ended the season on November 10th. At Brady Street Stadium against Central, and Central beat them 69 to nothing. So, what was so do we have a record? You weren't keeping track? Uh, let's see. No, Stock, you're kind of the stat guy here. So I'm just. One, two, one, three, one, two, three, one. Let's see. Two, 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 three, one. Two, four, one. Let's see, two, five, one, do I have to one other one? Oh, and they uh, beat Rocky on September 19th, 13 to 6. So I have them at three, five, and one. Three, five, and one? Stock, or Cuff, what do you got? Three, five, and one it is. Oh, man. Stock, your notes like, prevailed. You, that's amazing. I know. This so, is incredible. So can I tell you, Stock, all you have to do is go to IHSA.org. Go to, <laughs> go to the team, and you can find it much easier than what you just did. But you can't find the details. Yeah. No, you don't have the that's, details, but I, you wanted to know the record, is yeah. it? So I got you the record. But I found the details. Now, what year were you born, Dazzo? That's not. Let's go. I'm tired. What year were you born? All right. All right, Stock, that was a fun exercise. (laughs) It always is a fun exercise. History is... History is like uh, life. So says the history book. Yeah. History History is like life. Final thoughts. Go. Uh, the game of the week, a game, uh, one of the games of the year, could very well be next week. Sherrard uh, and Riverdale, both teams. One, one team's going to get a win next week. Hopefully it's my Rams. I think the game of the week is going to be Orion Rock Ridge. If they both need to get a win, who gets the win to get in? Final thoughts, instant reaction. Celia. No, 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 no. Nope. I don't have anything. Not, not even to react to what you just saw. That was madness. He has five of those pin drives in that little zip up over there. I don't even want to know what's on him. Oh. Nobody does. <laughs> um, my instant reacts is a few weeks ago, a really smart man on a podcast said, I think Mercer County could run the table. And they are one win away from running the table. Was that you? Uh, that Look was me. You. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like me and uh, like me and Mitch say on the podcast, we'll we'll talk about the things we say right, and then we just ignore the things that we said that as weren't well, accurate. As well, you should. Yes, yeah. So, no, but I've been really impressed with Mercer County. I thought the way their schedule shaped up, they played really tough games to start, and there was a chance if they played well that they could win out. They have a chance to do it next week against Anwan Weathersfield. Should be a great game. So, um, yeah, Dazzo, what do you got? Nothing. Oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Newman, nothing about Monroe's Princeton next week. Never been silent in his life. No, um, it was a it was a tough night for the Davenport Public Schools. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so stocking. So yeah, this is an Illinois podcast, but stocking does teach in the Davenport Public School District, and stocking, you are always very biased. I'm not even letting you retort. I'm just letting you everyone know he's very biased towards the Davenport schools. He picks them to win every week. 
and it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes so, my crystal ball and no, applies. my final thought is I, week nine. I can't figure out how it's here. Yeah, like it was it like it goes faster in every year. Oh I get my. that and all that stuff, but and and I found myself tonight just thinking like how weird last year was and how cool it is to be talking about the playoffs and like teams in Illinois didn't get that last year. Teams in Iowa got that and it was a lot of fun. Teams in Illinois didn't. So these teams that are getting playoff berths are doing it for the first time in at least two years because of what happened last year. So it's cool. And I'm glad everything's back and football's doing great and all that good stuff. Wake up, Celia. <laughs> yeah, wake up. All right, Stock, pack your gear, get your notebooks, your note cards, your thumb drives, your laptop, your briefcases. Wrap it all up. We're hitting the road. Everyone, thank you for listening. This is your Instant Reacts podcast for week eight. Me and Mitch will be back on Monday night or Tuesday morning by the time you see it when it's posted. And we'll be talking about the week that was and the week that is week nine. And then we're talking playoffs. Thanks playoffs. for listening. Playoffs. playoffs. We'll see you next week. Any